Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudra and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. Let's go! What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Super Flexible Podcast. I am your host, Steve Halepka, joined here tonight by my boys. It's Two Drink. What's going on, Two Drink? What up, Steve? Hi, how you doing, brother? Good, man. We got a great show tonight. I'm about to crack a beer. We got a show. Yeah, man. We got a packed show. We also got Swags here tonight. What's going on, Swags? What's up? How's everything? What are we doing, Steve? Man, we got some Super Flex mock drafts to review tonight with two of the other members of the DFF family. First, uh, friend of the podcast, been on, what is it, three or four times now. Uh, Shane Manil, what's going on, Shane? Hey, I didn't, I've been on that many times. I think so. I think this is maybe your third or fourth time on. Yeah. Uh, getting counted, Steve's we'll kind it. of our numbers guy, so I don't know. <laughs> He's good at stats, I tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, man, I'm just excited. Um, decided to be a good time to jump on the podcast and try to convince people to buy uh, a product I just put out. So talk about lar- it. Yeah, that's largely why I'm here. Um, but I also like you guys. So we're oh, thanks, man. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And then also another member of our DFF family. He is one of the hosts of our IDP podcast. Dan Cook, what's going on, Dan? Hey, nothing much. Glad to be here talking something that I normally don't get to talk about. Uh offense. Right? Uh, we're we're for you. Yeah, Shane said he would kill me if I said I said the words IDP, but our podcast is the IDP podcast. Shane's gone. <laughs> Dan bought the redraft <laughs> guy just to save his life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, we talked I'm, about the show last night, so I'm sorry. I just I did cut you off though because you just re- did rebrand your show. So what's the new name again, Dan? It's IDP Nation, and uh, Daryl has a Facebook page, IDP Nation. Uh, it's it's been a long time coming to change. Uh, it was JJ's old name and all, so we wanted to kind of get something of our own. Awesome. And where can the folks find you on Twitter, Dan? Uh, at Seahawks Dan Eight is my handle, and the at IDP Nation is our uh, Twitter handle for the show. I kind of run that too, so either way, you'll get me more than likely. Awesome, and you also rank and write for our IDP sections and Dynasty sections of Dynasty Football Factory, so you are all over the place. Yes, I almost am as much as Shane. All over the place, almost as much as Shane. I think Shane is maybe in one Twitter chat that I'm not in, and that's about there you it. Go. So. Awesome, that's one too many. So for the folks that don't know where to find you, Shane, talk about that and talk about this awesome redraft guide. Oh, um, well, I'm on Twitter a lot. Um, So you can find me at uh, DFF underscore Shane, just kind of hanging around and making ironical ironical and uh, sardonic comments all day. (laughs) Um, Once in a while, I'll just share some music tastes with you um, just because I'm that type of guy. Um, Those are usually good. Yeah, if you don't want to, if you don't want to look that up because that's too much work, just look up data don't support points. Um, that is one of those ironical things. Um, it's not something I believe, so don't think that I'm like some kind of tape grinding lunatic. Um, and then yeah, yeah, we just uh, we just dropped a myself, uh, Michael Stevenson, Tom Barrows, and William Rankin. Um, he's the art guy, really the glue um, for the guide because. Uh, if it wasn't for him, this whole thing would have just been random pieces of paper that we would have mailed to people. Um, uh, but myself, Tom, and Michael um, spent the last you know six months and really bared down the last couple months on it on this redraft guide. That uh, you know it started off uh, modest, I'd say, um, and then expanded into 170 pages of just 
everything that could pop into my head um, about fantasy football for redraft. Um, you know, I would just be sitting there in the chat and I go, guys, uh, you know what I think would be cool to have in there? How about some consistency guides or consistency rankings? And they're like, yeah, that's great. And I said, um, somebody should probably look at it, the, the impact of the head coaching changes on all the teams, too. OK, Shane, that's great. And I'm like, all right, well, how about all the offensive coordinator changes? Somebody should look at that, too. And they're like, yeah, Shane, yes. And then I'm like, well, why don't we give them some do's and don't tips for, you know, do's and don'ts for their draft? And they're like, yeah, OK. And I'm like, player capsules, rankings. How about projections? Let's do projections. Um, trading, um, team snapshots. We got cheat sheets. It's just honestly everything I, I could think of um, to add to this guide. Um, is in there. And the only thing that this would point to me is that I had to stop at some point because I continue to think of things. But one good thing about the guide is we are going to continue updating the rankings um, and we will have addendums to it as well. Um, we've already started uh, thinking about some of the things we want to add to send out in version two before the season. Um, and obviously everyone that's bought the guide already, they'll get that too. Um, and then, you know, whoever purchases purchases the guide um, also gets access to the Slack channel. Uh, we created a Slack community where basically we'll stay there until you need us to go away. Um, right through the draft. I don't care if, you know, you're, you're talking to us while you're drafting. Um, I've been known to be on my phone a lot. So, you know, myself, Michael, Tom will be in there and we'll just be trying to help people out from here till, you know, the season kicks off. But the guide is just, it is a it's a meaty beast. It's pretty. It's uh it's just got so much in it. It's it's hard to even describe correctly um, what's in there. I think one of the coolest things uh, I was checking it out today is every team has a little snapshot of each position, like quarterback, and it'll tell you you know where they ranked uh, stat wise. You know last year it even has some previews from what you can expect for rookies. And things so, uh, and the visuals are awesome in it. So, um, yeah. So before uh, you know, Jeremy Marcus was with us with DFF before he left. He he helped me with those snapshots, and it was really great because I said, "Hey, Jeremy, this is what I'm thinking. Just you know, I'm not very good at this stuff, so just kind of like ghost at players, kind of imposed on the background." And he's like, "Yeah, I think I can make that work." And he sends them to me, and I just you know almost fell over, like, "Oh my god, this is exactly what I wanted." And yeah, in the snapshots, I mean, I spent, and you know, th those were my baby. I spent two months working on those things, um, just digging through stats. And, you know, some stats are easier to find, but then when you're looking up, you know, some offensive coordinators that are fairly new, I'm going back to their division three days. Um, so it's not as easy as just Googling like, oh, okay, well, we're, what was his stats at, you know, Wilmot University in uh, Indiana mm -hmm. in 1997. Um yeah, but that was kind of fun. And I just wanted to keep the, the snapshots. I, you know, I wanted to keep any bias out of it. So I just kept it very numerical based. Um, but me being me, there's like a couple Easter eggs in there where I'm just, you know, like one of my things is uh, Laquan Treadwell. Um, I note that he is actually still on the Minnesota Vikings roster. So that's all I know about him. Yeah, I, got I got nothing else to say about him because he's useless. Yeah. Awesome. And that, that is just $10. Yeah. Redraft guide. Yeah. We, we wanted Good to change. just keep it at a price point where, you know, it's accessible to anyone. Um, 
you know, not, not everybody can afford to shell $40, $50 out for a draft guide. Um, if you can, great, do that. But also definitely um, buy this because just because it's $10, that, 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 that doesn't indicate the amount of work and time and care that went into this. This, um, I joked about it a couple of times, uh, you know, where this is kind of like the love child of myself and Tom and Michael and William. Like we, we put everything we got into this thing and uh, pretty much emotionally and physically spent, you know? Well, and, yeah, and yeah. just to have the three of you at, at your beck and call, I think that's worth 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say, um, you know, I, I, I like to play dumb, but I think most people know that I'm, I'm pretty intelligent, pretty good at this stuff. Um, Tom, I don't, you know, I hope all your uh, listeners know who Tom Barrows is because he's just an incredible riser yep. in the dynasty and in the redraft community. Like the guy is just, uh, you know, I, I also edit for us and it's funny. I get his stuff and I'm like, I can't do anything with this. Like, all right, it's good to go. Thanks. Um, and Michael too. Michael's just another guy that just grinds at it, you know, and he's a great writer. Um, he's British, but you know, everyone can't be perfect. That's right. <laughs> So the good news is, Shane, is you gave us a free redraft guide to give out to one of our lucky listeners. So again, we will, we're going to ask for a five star review between the end of this show after you hear the recording, uh, to next week when we record and one eligible reviewer will receive a redraft guide for free. That comes with the Slack channel. That comes with all the extras thrown in the, the amendment during the, the rest of the off season for totally for free. Uh, just leave a five-star review for the Super Flexible Podcast. Uh, now, going back to our previous uh, week we, where we were giving out one of the rookie guides uh, from Tony. So, winner of this who sent in an awesome trade question to us, uh, Connie in from on Twitter. Uh, so, please reach out to us at Super Flexible Pod or at Super Flexible Trades, and we will uh, hook you up with one of those rookie guides. So, super awesome stuff. Um Two drink and swag. So, real quick before we talk some news and notes, uh, tell where the where they can find you on Twitter at dff underscore swag. NFL <laughs> two drink minimum and at Superflex Pod. Just let him chill. That's cool. You got it. Two drink got it all. He's got it all. So that's awesome. Let's talk some news and notes, and we're going to talk about our Superflex mock draft that we just completed a, uh, just about a week ago at this point in time. All five of us were in that mock, uh, so we will go run down our teams, talk about our strategies, uh, some of our strengths and weaknesses from our teams, uh, and just some overall strategies when you're when you're mocking for Superflex and getting ready for your Superflex, Superflex drafts. Uh, so first and foremost, in terms of news and notes, uh, definitely some big-time running back news this past week with Melvin Gordon threatening to hold out for the 2019 season if he does not get a new contract from the Chargers or is traded. So obviously shaking up. Redraft, Dynasty Communities. Uh, so we'll start with one of our guests. We'll start with Shane here. Um, thoughts on Melvin Gordon? Are you worried he's going to sit out for any length of time for this year? Do you think he's going to be a charger by the time we roll into the start of the season? Yeah, I'm not even a little worried about Melvin Gordon. Um, the guy's, what, a, was this his fifth year? Fifth year? Yep. No, he's gotten into his fourth because he's under contract. So Or fifth, whatever. It doesn't matter. The guy's a vet. He knows what he needs to do. He's not going to hold I – mean, even if he holds out at camp, he doesn't have any leverage. Um, so it's not like he can hold out into the season. He'll just – he won't get paid. He'll get fined whatever it is, $44,000 a day mm-hmm. or something ridiculous like that. It's just posturing. Unfortunately, he doesn't really hold any any real 
there's no weight behind his threat. He's not going to hold out for the year. But if someone, you know, that you're playing with in Dynasty thinks he is, go ahead and shoot an offer out for him. Guys, Swags, what, if you have, are targeting Melvin Gordon at this point in time, what is the offer you're making to the Melly, the Melly owner? Oh, I mean, the offer I'm making, it, I, would, I would try to be sort of lucrative and buy low without being offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, talking like two firsts. Uh, what, what are you thinking? Man, you know, I don't want to give up two firsts. I might I'd throw one at you to That's start a conversation. And I mean, uh, there's two sides to the coin, too. You know, I agree with Shane. Like, I, I think he'll be playing. He's still going to be valuable, but there's also stubborn individuals and he, he may not play. You never know. And then they might not have him and both sides lose or. So I think that if you're buying him or he's on the block, I mean, that owner's probably a little bit scared. So otherwise they're just going to hold. If I'm an owner, I'm going to hold. I think it's a buy or hold situation. Okay. Dan, same question. So one, let me, let me ask you, do you think Gordon plays, he'll be suiting up for week one. Then secondly, are you, would you be buying him if you are not the current owner? I think he plays by week one. Um, the one thing that's interesting is I've seen the, the stat that the Chargers were actually 4-0 without him last year. So I don't think the Chargers have really any real fear of missing him. Um, I mean, obviously, they want him there. The offense runs a lot better with him there. And trading, if somebody's panicking and I can get him cheap, I'd absolutely take him. Okay, so what, what's your cheap? Um, we're definitely thinking a first-round pick plus. Maybe I mean, like giving up. Um, carry on Johnson and something. Seems like there's a lot of people that like carry on Johnson a lot, and they might be willing yeah, to get out. Yeah, I, I, I think I could sell carry that on to you. Johnson and maybe like a twenty twenty second would probably be about equal. Yeah, pretty I, good. I don't timing. know if they would take that. Yeah, you know that's. I, I wouldn't give up everything for him because you know th- there's always that chance that he pulls a levy on, although it's going to cost him a ton of money. Uh huh. Um, but again, as uh, I, I said on our show the other day, that Michael Strahan. Uh, on the football life said when he held out of training camp was the best 50, uh, $500,000 he ever spent in his career. So he was, he was perfectly happy to skip camp. Yeah. And yeah, well, you know, and Strahan played now, it seems like back in the day forever ago, but he played in a different era. There was a lot more hitting back then. Two a days were still a thing. Um, right. I, I, you can't do those now, but yeah, th- those were still a thing when Strahan was playing. Um, so yeah, I, I would have taken every summer off too, if I could have afforded it. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm holding out. Like, you just signed a contract last week. I don't care. I'm holding out. Right. <laughs> Two drink. Are you taking the uh, carry on in a second for Melly if you're the Melly owner? Mm, probably. I don't mind okay. that. Um, like that. Steve, you, you own Melvin Gordon in the league. I do. What, what would you take for him? I need more than that. I'm, I'm <laughs> a Melly believer. I, I, well, I don't have carry on. Johnson, what about Fournette? Where are you at with Fournette and Melly? I need more than a second round pick you're throwing Fournette at me. I didn't even give you a second. I know. I'm saying I need more. I need more than a second. Plus Fournette. Because Melvin Gordon and Fournette, I feel like, are on two separate levels. You can you could have made the case that Melvin Gordon's probably the fifth best running back right now in Dynasty yeah. uh, before this news came out. Uh, and I think Fournette has moved down to that high-end RB2 area. Um, so I would need a little bit more than a second-round pick. Uh, definitely, I think, at least a first to go along with Leonard Fournette if I'm even thinking about trading Melvin Gordon away. Mm. Would you give me that? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, then I'm keeping Melvin, and I'm happy about it. And we'll, I will. We'll I think will on week two when he's still still holding out. 
If he's still holding out, that may, I, my, my tune may change. If, uh, but luckily, I have both Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler in that league as well. Yeah, so you have all of it. So you I can, got the whole like, backfield. So yeah, if I'm trying for that from you, I'm going to get all three. I'm not just exactly. taking Melvin. Right, right. Well, well, how much more would you want to add? Uh, how much more would you want, Steve, to give us <sighs> Eckler and the whole trio? The, the whole, whole trio? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I would need at least one, another running back back. Um, you want like Fournette and Diggs? For, that could be interesting. So well, now see, I that's think too much. Out. I'm not giving you yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's that, I would do that in a heartbeat, right? Mm-hmm. Fournette and Diggs, I would do that for Melody and the Yeah, you got to learn to hit that easy button, Steve, and just say, right. yeah, I'll Boom. take that I right now. It. He paused for a second, didn't he? I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's insta, that should be an instant accept. Yeah, that was my mistake. That should be I was like, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I just know Swags has been after Diggs in that league forever, so I thought it'd piss him off. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You, you could make that trade happen just because there's a lot of Fournette owners that are down on him. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually wrote up for Fantasy Pros earlier this offseason that he was a sell for me. Um, but looking at where his ADP is, he's actually going to be a guy that end up taking and redraft. He's cheap right now. He's sitting around the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. I'm like, guys, if he, you know, look, I don't he like that. He can outproduce that pretty easy. Easily. Easy. Yeah. If he yeah. literally just stays on the field and they've refused to add anyone else to that backfield, except for like, well, Armstead. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, I'm at sorry, the 13 game forward. pace we're going to get for that season, I think he's he's still going to outproduce that level. So, yeah, yeah I'm buying a little bit of a bounce back, you know, for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more because of the price, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, that price, it's the funny how that works. When that price lowers, man, those guys start to look a lot better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'll think you're out on somebody, and then you realize yeah. everybody hates him a little bit more than you, and you're like, huh, yeah. maybe I want to go like, buy oh, him. He's on 75% well, of my rosters for redraft. Amazing. Well, and then Fournette sprains an ankle in preseason, you know, game two, and then it drops right back down. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's going to take him seven weeks to recover. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, God damn it. So let's move from one high-profile running back to another. And that Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, has also threatened to hold out training camp looking for a new contract. Um, however, a report from Yahoo's Charles Robinson re- reported that Zeke must report to camp by August 6th in order to receive an accrued year toward free agency. So this is big for Zeke. Uh, obviously, he's coming up to his fourth season in the NFL. You need to have four full seasons in order to become an unrestricted free agent. So if he does not accrue this year um, and the Cowboys for some reason don't pick up his option, uh, he would then only be a restricted free agent going into the 20 uh, after the 2020 season. Um, so this could end up being pretty big if he doesn't come to camp before August 6th. So we'll start with Swags on this one. I'm, I'm guessing you think Zeke will be at camp. We have no worries here at all. Um, I think there's always going to be worries with Zeke, and I and I mean that he's that much of a knucklehead to maybe he honestly doesn't care and he does hold out. But I think the reality is, I I think he'll be back. I believe that. But dude, this guy is nuts. He's off his rocker. He could he could totally think that he could pull a bell and not realize he's even in the same situation or not care. But I think he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, Dan, is this an opportunity to buy you think on Zeke right now, or, or is it, or has your opinion changed at all in terms of his rankings? I mean, are you moving him below in terms of fourth behind Barkley, Kamara, and McCaffrey, or is he still kind of battling with them? I don't know. If I'm in redraft, I might pick one of the other three. I mean, if I have a choice, you know, I, just a week ago before this news, he was going 101 as soon right. as he got cleared from the suspension talk. Um, I'm just afraid if he doesn't report to camp, he'll do something else that's knuckleheadish and get himself in trouble. Like he just needs to go play football because 
When he's not playing football, he doesn't make the best of decisions. Clearly, from what we've seen. But yeah, I, I don't think anybody in their right mind would sell him for anything less than a King's Ransom. Yeah. I mean, whether he misses a week at camp and comes back and, the you know, they, they forgive. I mean, the, the Cowboys really have to decide. You know, they have Dak, Cooper, and Elliott that they all have to pay eventually. They paid Demarcus Lawrence over the offseason. They, they kind of have to figure that out. You know, who they want to pay first. And uh, yeah, I guess they, they want to see if Dak can actually lead the team again. Yeah. So, Shane, let me ask you this. Uh, with Zeke, I mean, what would an offer be, a reasonable offer for a dynasty owner that you, if you're trying to acquire Zeke at this point in time, or are you trying to put the fear of God into them saying, hey, you know, Zeke might not be ready for camp. We've seen people fly out from camp and could be injured at some point during the season. I mean, what are you doing right now if you're trying to acquire Zeke? No, I mean, I, I never used that that method anyway in trading the, yeah. you know, either putting fear or telling you that the player is bad, so you should give them to me. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I, and formulating a trade for him is so hard because, I mean, the guy's an RB1, but he's a running back and he's got a ton of mileage on him. Um, I mean, look, if you're going to try to get Zeke, uh, you're going to need to pay just a little bit less than you did for Saquon. Uh, what would you add to Melvin Gordon? Damn, it's hard because I hate Zeke. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, yeah, and, and there's the knucklehead factor that, like, I expect him to to do something again soon because the guy's a, a meathead. Uh-huh. Um, so then, how yeah, important so. would it be if you are the Zeke owner? Do you want to go and get Tony Pollard and Mike Weber, or do you want to get them regardless, or? I mean, I, neither of those guys is going to be able to do the things that Zeke does. And I think Tony Pollard's going to be more of a, if they use him on offense, he's going to be more of the, that Tavon Austin role that people keep trying to make happen. Uh-huh. Where are going to be used on some jet sweeps and reverses and some carries and, you know, uh, draws and things like that. Mike Weber. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a guy that maybe I'll throw a third for, but I'm still not going to overpay. Um, if someone wants to trade him to me for 2023rd, I'll do that. Okay. But Zeke isn't, I mean, Zeke will be there. Yeah. Um, same thing. It's leverage. And he's got two years left on that contract. And from what I remember, um, or, or what I heard is as long as he serves, play, serves, yeah, plays another <laughs> season, either this year or 2020, that the season will, it'll still accrue and they'll still get hit free agency at the same right. time. Right. So, yeah. So he, he does have to play and be, like you said, Shane, at least one of the next two seasons to make sure he's an unrestricted free agent and can right. get paid. Yeah. Uh, let's just move now to some other quick news and notes here. So I, I think the backup job in Minnesota is probably going to be locked down by Alexander Madison, considering that Rock Thomas, another one of the backup running backs from Minnesota, is going to serve a three-game suspension uh, starting in 2019. Uh, Chris Herndon was suspended four games from the NFL, not uh, you know two or three that we potentially initially thought. So I think uh, if someone, you know, shout out if you believe otherwise, I don't think he's draftable right now in your standard redraft league. Um, definitely still think he's a viable dynasty asset, but definitely not draftable at tight end right now for a standard redraft league. Um, and then interesting note here, Martavis Bryant applied for a reinstatement. Super, super deep leagues. Keep your eye on it potentially. We know we've seen the talent there um, to drink. I mean, what type of league would you potentially be taking a flyer on Martavis? That what, is, what size? Like fourteen teams, sixteen teams. Suspension league, um, yeah, right? Right? Yeah, that's board. 
<laughs> that's not a guy. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Josh Gordon just because he's on a team. But even right. that's a guy like I literally own one share of in all the oh. dynasties I play in. Those, um, there's no reason for me to go get that. You put that at the end of your bullshit bench. Pass. Uh, anyone taking a flyer on Martavis in a 14 team league? No. In a 14 exactly. team league, I mean, uh, if if I have a roster spot and he's on waivers and nobody else wants him, and I mean, why not? You know, just in case something happens, I'm not going to say. Amir I'm not going to try to sell the guy to you or go out and get him in a trade. But um, a lot of the leagues I'm in, I don't think he's a free agent, so to speak. So people uh, still have owned him or held on to him in some leagues, depending on how deep. But fourteen team, I don't know if if he's there. Why not grab him? Well, he was also trash before the suspension, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I absolutely do. When you say it like that, because I mean, he yeah. he only had a few games here and there. That's totally yeah. fair. So I just I don't think you know he was someone that we wanted. He's that Dante Moncrief type of player where you know they're physical freaks, and we just like they. We, you know, it's hard to get through your head. Like this guy is physically like a, a, a superhero. Like he should be better than freaking these guys that are just outplaying them. And we just keep thinking it's going to change. And for for him, for his the production that really hasn't been there except for one season, and then to have to worry about if he's going to get suspended every three weeks or might not be reinstated, it's just not even worth it for me. If you said like, Martavius, right though, it would kind of have a good superhero like sound to it yeah <laughs> some of these guys that get suspended all the time and 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 like dante moncrief they're like a human rickroll you're never <laughs> going to give them up and you always have that potential in the back of your head and you keep them on the bottom of your bench because like that one game he had two touchdowns and he really looked good and you just keep hoping that happens again and it just never does right those are the guys you move on from he, he played eight games last year i didn't realize that yeah Nobody did. 19 <laughs> Good job. Yeah, they were terrible. Yeah. That's right. the thing. Like, you know, he was on the field, and there was targets to be had. It's just he sucked. At what, point, at what point does Goodell just say, you know what, dude, I'm giving you enough chances. Like, didn't you already sit out for a year, and you came back and said, come on, pass. You would think. I mean, everyone loves a redemption story, right? That's like what the NFL tries to pride itself on, giving guys potentially second chances to have them rebuild their lives. But, God, it's, some people just don't get it. They just don't get it. I mean, if you're going to do this, then get rid of the marijuana laws that you have or, you know, violations that you have in the NFL then. Like, if you're going to just continue to let them in, then just bounce it. Well, they should get rid of those anyway because they're stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> I think the CBA is going to be a big contention, especially if it's legalized. Yeah, as it should be because, look, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. Like, I could see cocaine. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, you should not let a defensive lineman that's 340 pounds get all coked up before the game because like that's an un- unfair advantage. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but dude, it's weed. Like, come on, stop it. Just stop it. I want to see that. I want to see the dude out there like that, like the safety, and he's just like staring at the ball standing <laughs> as it goes over. <laughs> that guy flies over his head. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so let's move now to our Superflex mock draft recap. The five of us were five of the ten members of this mock draft. Uh, so I was picking out of the two-hole. Uh, Swags had the fourth pick, Dan the fifth pick, two drink the sixth pick, and Shane was nine out of ten. I'm going to run down the first round real quick just to give everyone um, what happened there. 
so Barkley went first. I took Mahomes second. Uh, McCaffrey third. Swags took Alvin Kamara. Uh, Dan took Zeke. Tudrink took Hopkins, the first wide receiver off the board at 106. Uh, then we had Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., Juju at 109, and Michael Thomas at 110. So let me start with Tudrink, who ended up with a ton of quarterbacks. We'll talk about our individual rosters in a second here. But Mahomes is the only quarterback in the first round. Were you a bit surprised that only one quarterback was in the first round of a super flex, uh, we'll call it mock draft? I am surprised, but as we continue to draft this out, I I don't know that others took it as serious as they should, which is why I continue to grab a bunch. But I'm not the only one that has a bunch. My boy Swags has got six as well. I agree. I felt the need to try to like correct our super flex rankings, to yes. be honest with you. Like I I get that in a ten team league, like it may not be quote unquote as important but mm-hmm. I still think it's a, a very important asset in the super flex league and I kind of noticed they were dropping and I even had one that fell to Dan and this is a I I'm, wish we weren't talking about this draft because of this one mistake like I was driving or I was I was not driving <laughs> and <laughs> I went to draft Aaron Rodgers and went and I just saw Aaron from Green Bay Packers, and I drafted Aaron Jones. So I would have had mm-hmm. Rodgers, too. I would never touch Aaron Jones. It, it felt gross to me. <laughs> but other than that, like, I felt a need at a certain point in the draft. Yeah, I felt a need in a certain point to try to go after my favorite quarterbacks as long as it wasn't too crazy against consensus. But... Yeah, I felt like we had to crack the market and still and like I like to trade a lot. I like to own quarterbacks. I it's not too crazy to see my team end up like this if you can make it happen. Yeah, uh, so Swags, let's talk about your roster here, how it ended up. Um so you had end up with six quarterbacks on your roster. Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Joe Flacco, Jared Goff, Dwayne Haskins, and Josh Rosen. So a lot of younger quarterbacks here have sprinkled in with Joe Flacco, who's you know a starter for right now. Um and then you, you end up also with a bunch of young running backs. So Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, as you spoke about, Kamara, David Montgomery, who is your boy. <laughs> and we're still trying to work out a trade there. Uh, and Ido Smith, a wide receiver. You're admittedly a little bit thin with uh, Nikhil Harry, Andy Isabella, DK Metcalf, and Golden Tate. That's deep uh, <laughs> Freaking love yeah, right. the team outside of Aaron Jones. And then three young tight ends, Noah Fant, Mike Gusecki, and TJ Hawkinson. So I know Incredible you wanted to you talk about you talked about loading up uh, at quarterback. Oh. I mean, clearly you're running one of the resident running back guys in the show. Um, was that really your other point of strategy here, just to get a bunch of running backs where you weren't drafting quarterbacks? Um, what he does. Well, I mean, in in this this draft was a lot different too because of my one kind of complaint with the draft was I didn't feel quarterbacks were going where they should have, like a lot of other. Players like were pushed up, be it wide receivers or running backs. So a lot of my favorite guys would go anyway. So I would get to that point in the draft where even looking at what I wanted versus the quarterback or trying to play a little bit of the ADP game and imagine where guys would go, my guys would be gone, you know. So I was happy to get Chubb and David Montgomery, um, Kamara, you know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to imagine what my team would look like without Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers and what would have changed with that pick there. But, yeah. Go get your quarterbacks in Superflex, especially in Dynasty. I don't know. 
Sorry, say, say that again one more time, Swag. I said you got to go get your quarterbacks in Superflex, right. and especially in Dynasty. And I like to keep them young, you know. I like Josh Allen a lot. Yeah, I, I think he's a favorite on this podcast. I think we all kind of like Josh Allen more than consensus. Um, just with how he finished last year and the, the weapons they put around him, uh, I think we're all kind of fans there. Um, let's move to the guy who was the recipient of Aaron Rodgers, gifted to him on a silver platter. Yeah. So, Dan, talk about your roster, man. I'll run, I'll run it down real quick. Uh, you've got Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Eli Manning at quarterback. Zeke, Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Alexander Madison, and AP at running back. Then wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, Kiki Cutie, Tyreek Hill, uh, MVS, James Washington, and then at tight end, Hunter Henry, and the aforementioned suspended Chris Herndon. Um, so talk about kind of your strategy heading into the draft and kind of how things played out. Well, I'll trade you Aaron Jones well, for all. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, I would have gone quarterback, I think, no matter what, in the third. Uh, third, fourth round in a super flex. If I don't already have a quarterback, that's where I'm going. Uh, being this 10 team, I didn't even realize it was 10 team, to be perfectly honest, because I do so many of these mocks that I'm like just constantly just looking at, you know, who I would take. Um, so I, I look at my team, uh, I, I like my team. I wish I could take this team into a league because it's a championship roster right here. I think, um, getting Zeke and David Johnson back to back. I mean, a couple of years down the road, I'm going to be hurting, uh, because, you know, Roethlisberger, um, is old. Eli's just the third quarterback. I, I drafted him mainly as a, I would have probably gone a little Earlier, possibly taking all the other ones. They were all gone. Yeah. So, but, but you know, running back wise, I think I'm set. Uh, besides the suspensions I have on my team, uh, that's going to be the the thing that would kill me. I think. Uh, uh, you know, I took Tyreek Hill in the sixth round. Uh, this was right around the time I think when the news was coming out that he was, you know, four games was possibly the max that he was going to get. We still don't know what he's going to get. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt. I took him late. You know, he's like my third or fourth uh, running back. And, uh, you know, I think I got a lot of good value late. You know, Adrian Peterson in the last round with the Geist news recently. I uh, was looking a little better. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, with, with Superflex, I normally do like to have three or four quarterbacks. If this went a little longer, like 25 rounds, I would probably load up on, like, my backups, everybody else's backups to try to get some uh, trades done with things got it yeah so uh, i feel like we would have drafted those two before you yeah i don't even uh, did daniel jones even get taken in this gross oh he should have yeah i, I think he should yeah would have been long gone um especially if we continue to draft a little bit further so um i mean one of us doesn't but the other six do yeah 18 rounds yeah 18 yeah. rounds I, I didn't even know I was in this draft. So I, I <laughs> well, speaking of that, Shane, we'll, we'll run down your team real quick. Yeah, you didn't do bad. No, I like, didn't. I crushed. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty solid squad. So you've got Kirk Cousins. Jones did too, by the way. Jones did he? Okay. Good. One, so. All right, good, good. I feel better now. Uh, so, yeah, Shane's team, Kirk Cousins, Drew Locke, and Dak Prescott at quarterback. Jordan Howard, Carrion Johnson, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary at running back. Geronimo, Allison, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, Chris Godwin, my boy, Debo Samuel, Juju, and Corbin Sutton at wide receiver. And tight end, you've got Jimmy Graham, George Kittle, and Sternberger. So locking down the Green Bay tight end as well. Um, so Shane, for not knowing you were in this draft, not in a bad squad, man. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of young, I really like nice it. Young pieces. Yeah, if you auto-drafted nice anybody you don't want, hit me up. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's funny. Um, yeah. And super flex, it, you know, you, your first instinct is I got to get the quarterback so early, but you know, and I noticed this a lot. Like I thought the quarterback class or the class, Jesus, I thought the quarterback depth was really good. Um, when I sat down to do the redraft guide though, when I was, you know, one of the tips is don't draft the quarterback early, obviously, you know, wait until the ninth, 10th, 11th shit end of the draft, really. Cause you go through the depth and I just started rattling off all the players names before you even get to a bad one. And you're to the spot where now you can get through easily 17 to 18 quarterbacks that I'm content with starting on a, a weekly basis as my one. Um, but when Dak is staring at you at the five nine, I think you got to take him because Dak's a very underrated quarterback. That's been a quarterback one um, every season. So yeah, I, I'm just I'm a fan of Dak and Juju. I love. I mean, drafted from the one nine and and I love the turn um, in any draft, but to be able to get Juju and Joe Mixon oh, just wrapped around each other, that's a beautiful thing. Any any concerns with Mixon? I know this is definitely more of a dynasty oriented show, but just for this year, I mean, their offensive line, man, it's it's starting to get a little scary. Jonah Williams is out for the year. Clint Bowling just retired. They're starting Bobby Harder again. Like it's it's getting yeah, a little scary. That was um <clears throat> very disappointing. But um, that said, except for the games played last year, um, he would have been overall scoring. He would have been a top you know five running back um, in PPR. He was really coming into his own um you know they're, they're working finally targeting him as much as they needed to and now they have a real offensive coach staff uh, to drink let's move to your squad so again another team that loaded up on quarterback you've got six proven starters uh well at least five proven starters and lamar jackson um so you've got andy dalton lamar jackson the quarterback with cam newton philip rivers matt stafford and deshaun watson holy damn that's a Woof. A load of quarterbacks. Running back, Peyton Barber, Tevin Coleman, Kenyon Drake, Dante Foreman, and Damian Williams. Admittedly, yeah, admittedly not great. <laughs> uh, wide receiver, nice having a stud with Hopkins there. Then Travis Kelsey and Greg Olson at tight end. So nice having the B tight end one as, as well on your roster. Um, so kind of feeling the same thing as Swags, like quarterbacks were going – uh, too late for your taste. That's why you loaded up on them. Yeah, I mean, I got to start off. I got Nuke at one hundred six. Um, I who did you I'm mean to take when you took Kenyon my... Drake? Though I feel like that was your, your Aaron <laughs> Jones Kenyan story. No, nope. I mean, I'll trade you. You want to trade? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 if I'm truly going by my rankings, I should have, I should have taken Aaron Rodgers there. Um, cause I have him just ahead of nuke, but I feel like I, I could just lock down one wide receiver. And then my goal after that was to hit quarterback early and early and often. But yeah, I got to a point where I was like, all right, I'll take a, a, a running back here, but I'd come back and man, there's too many quarterbacks around here. It's, it's not worth it for me to, to pass them up. You know, I'll, I'll figure it out. I, I, I get this as a mock, but I have no issue going into, you know, leaving the startup this way either. Your so quarterbacks have move. this like great mix of like old and young too. I don't know. I like and, your quarterbacks and high potential than mine, and, yeah. and floor guys. So yeah, yeah I, I took shots and and tried to pair them up. Um, you know, with a stack wide receiver. You know, if I could there without reaching, because um, that's definitely something I I enjoy doing as well. Shout out to uh, Warzone who went over some quarterback stacks and Watson and Nuke is definitely on there. So it's, it's nice. that's one you gotta love this year. Yep. 
and and I also have the tight end one, like you said. And regardless of what you think will happen with Tyreek missing games, not missing games, whatever it is, he was what you know he was tight end one last year. Um, I think we see a little bit of bump just because it's it's forced to him. Yeah, I, I get and people like so Daniel Williams, trade but I, yeah, exactly. And I, I have pieces that can pop early and right. and maybe just get me through this year and and ride you know ride all those studs, but plenty of pieces to grow with lots of potential all around. Exactly. Yep. So we'll finish up with my team. I was picking out of the, the Y'all two don't want to play me. No, no. <laughs> uh, so I was picking out of the two hole, finished up with Breeze, Mahomes, and Wentz at quarterback. So fair, very happy with how my quarterbacks finished up. Uh, James Conner, Naheem Hines, Carlos Hyde, Josh Jacobs, Jarek McKinnon, Sony Michelle, Lamar Miller, Latavius Murray. Sounds like a swag team. or just loading up a running back. Um, but they're a little bit older than, than swag likes to usually skew. Uh, well, Julio- and Connor's there, so <laughs> yeah, and Connor's there, who Swags just hates. Um, Julio Jones, Marquise Lee, Tyler Lockett, Curtis Samuel, and Mike Williams. I know two drink in our chat. You just were killing me was, for the Mike yeah, Williams. Was, you want immediately pissy you for that? Like, yeah, you, should, you, want, you shouldn't do that. You want a big Mike? It's man. not allowed. Yeah, even and in then, a mock draft, I'm pissed. I don't get Mike Williams. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, and then Evan Ingram and Austin Hooper tight end. I really like this team. Uh, I think it's. Very balanced, uh, how it turned out. You know, I've got two potentially three stud quarterbacks with Mahomes, Wentz, and Breeze. Uh, running back, I think there's a ton of potential here, but def- besides Connor, uh, Sony, and, and Miller, I'm, I'm a fan of Josh Jacobs, really. I took him in the fourth. I think he's got a ton of potential with the Raiders and, and their revamped offense. Then I got Julio at receiver to lock things down. And then I got your boy, Tyler Lockett, swag. So, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I even got one giant in Evan Ingram, who's supposed to, you know, be the breakout candidate this year. So uh, I'm digging this roster. I mean, it's a 10 team league, so everyone should feel good about their rosters. If, if we get into a 12 team or 14 team mock, that may cheat, that may change a bit. Like in our Let's current redraft it. mock, we're doing, yeah, we're doing a current redraft mock, uh, non super flex with I know Shane's in this one, um, and the rosters do not look as nice so far through five rounds. Uh, so yeah, well, I think I think going forward we'll definitely start look to expand these bad boys uh, and, and get some more fun roster constructions going forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, really kind of takeaways here. Definitely, quarterbacks are going to get pushed up, especially when there are more teams. Uh, if there are twelve or fourteen teams, we're definitely going to go a little bit earlier. Um, but then the value is there for Swags and Tudring to load up at quarterback and have phenomenal trade pieces later on. Um, so there's a couple of takeaways there. I will wait uh, until one of you is so desperate. Mm-hmm. I will take such advantage of you behind some crazy van somewhere. And- <laughs> you see, I ha- yeah, I have enough skilled position players to get through this year you know what I mean? right. and, and fix it. So I don't, I don't need to come run into to fill out depth pieces. Yeah, and it's yeah. only eighteen rounds. You know what I mean? Like generally in a dynasty, you're probably going to go at least twenty five. So there's some more depth pieces you can go pick up that we didn't get to draft. So yeah, I'm not in a rush to go give you what I got. I'm going. I'm after Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> just like screw up, happen. he's going for Rodgers. Yeah, he's making that at the point. Dan, make that happen after the podcast. <sighs> well, he's got like quarterback deal, so and that's that's why you don't text and drive, folks. <laughs> that's right, Aaron Jones. Pull over, pull over, and, and get your your stuff done. That's it. But you didn't text and drive. It was that's just a, a fat finger. Was air yeah. quotes. That's right. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> air quotes save uh, everything, guys. So before we get into our super flex trades, let's talk about the Scouting Academy. 
Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Awesome. Scouting Academy, one of the best things we do. Uh, we've had people go through the, the academy here, That guys who wrote our rookie guide. So tons of awesome stuff here. If you're looking for a real NFL job in scouting or in personnel, one of the best ways to do it is to go through the Scouting Academy. Uh, so let's move now to our Superflex trade segment. Um, first one from at FF Pole Tsunami, 10-team PPR Superflex League, Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup and the 2019-101, which I think we're all going to assume is Kyler Murray. Uh, we'll start with Dan on this one, man. What side you picking? Uh, that's a little tough. I guess it depends on your quarterback situation. If you really need one, um, I, I in one league actually traded up from 102 to 101 just to make sure I got Murray because I'm not liking the, the the other pieces behind him in this year's draft. I think next year you have a lot more choices at 102. But um, Cup, I'm not sold that he's even going to play for like the first few weeks. And if he does, um, we, we had an injury expert on a couple weeks ago talking about how ACLs, it's 12 full months basically uh -huh. before you're back to normal. And one of the fears is like Geis getting a hamstring injury or something. So I'll probably, unless I'm really needy at quarterback, I'll probably stick with Adams. Okay. Uh, Shane, what side you taking, man? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in a, this is one of those, I don't know what's going on in real life trades, but uh, Devontae spelled wrong on the show sheet. Um, I would want to Too hold on. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to Devontae Adams, man. He's a superstar. I like, I you know, I love Kyler too. I love the upside, but I, you know, I don't know if he's just going to flame out. We've seen it before. It's 10 team. I'm thinking there's definitely enough quarterback depth out there for you to have two decent quarterbacks in a 10 team. So I'll hold on to Devontae. Devontae. As you do <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> uh, Swags, what side are you taking, brother? Um, I'm, I'm definitely taking the Adams side. And a lot of it, I mean, for me, it's just it, I'm going to use startup value a little bit here, and it's way off. Like, Kyler mm -hmm. Murray's so enticing, even to somebody like me. Cooper Cup, I think, is okay. He's never going to be Adams, but uh, I mean, even you, you think of how far some quarterbacks, even maybe a little bit above, are going to go after Devonde Adams, let alone Kyler Murray, and Cup's not even close. I, I think that you should be able to get a lot more for Adams, even if it's a quarterback or something a little bit better with that 101, but Devonte Adams is a top wide receiver to some he's the wide receiver one you know so i think he's a top three to five wide receiver easy that's a valuable player in 10 team i want the best player absolutely two drink what do you got brother how much how much does it change in a 12 team or where where does it change at all for any of you it doesn't or doesn't it doesn't, doesn't. 
Nope. Maybe 16. I mean, maybe because you could get a little bit more desperate in a 16-team needing a quarterback. But in a 10-team, I mean, in any any size, actually, I think that I should be able to do better with Devontae Adams. Like, okay. Right? I mean. Yeah. I thought, honestly, I thought with this one, I might get you to go the other side just because of, like, the concussion stuff you worry about with Devontae or that I've heard you say a few times. So, Which, I, I mean, he I want to buy low on Cup. Right, like, but I'm gonna do it like week two or three when he's still dealing with this stuff. I don't feel right. like this I mean, is buying like, low at all. Not, no, no, right, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, it's a piece I want, but this isn't how to do it. And in a ten team, like you, like you guys said, you got to stay Adams as as much as I want to see Kyler succeed and and blow out. You know what what we're maybe hoping can be in the system. It's you got to stay the Adams side. But I mean, if if how many. How many quarterbacks do you actually have in front of Devontae Adams? I know you're agreeing with me, but I mean, that's even kind of my point too. Is what three to three to four? Yeah, is that fair, guys? I mean, ish. Yeah, but I think three for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray's not one of them. He's you know? not one of them. Nope. Yeah, even if you put him at nine, he's or not 10, even one of the next three to five months. for me. Yeah, you know, right? Exactly. Yeah, nine's nine nine ten's a bit of a stretch, and that's where you kind of see him all over right now. Yep. 78%, 78% Devontae Adams. Okay. I just thought some interesting pieces there to, yep. to discuss. Uh, this next one, uh, a lot of moving pieces in this one. So, oh, I need a pen and paper. <laughs> can, you put this, pay can you put this on some kind of graph? Yeah, right. Jeez. Graph capital on each side. Uh, from FFB underscore UK, a 12-team full PPR league, Andy Dalton, Travis Kelsey, Tariq Cohen, a 2024, a 2021 third and fourth. Sounds like an NBA trade. Second um, and third. Sorry, I wrote the wrong ones. Oh, second and third. Second and third, because that sorry. matters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter at all. It gets or, shot first in 2027. It's, it's lottery, <laughs> lottery protected for 2023. Um, Firstborn's firstborn is included. Yep. Other side, Le'Veon Bell, Vance McDonald. Nicole Hardman in a mid to late 2021st. Uh, so main pieces, just to re- recap, main pieces. Annie Dalton, Tariq Cohen, Travis Kelsey, Lev Bell, Vance McDonald, Nicole Hardman, uh, 2020 mid to late first. Main pieces. Uh, we'll, we'll start with two drinks to give Shane some time to process. <laughs> um, I'm going to take A, the, the top side, the Dalton, Kelsey, and yep. Cohen. The picks don't matter to me, but... Uh, I hope Dalton, you know, improves in this in this new offense we're hoping for. But we just talked about how bad the line is now. You're it wasn't great last year. It's worse. In the deal. It's a 12 team. I'm getting a quarterback. I'm getting Cohen's the number one tight be, end in the game. Yeah. And Cohen's still Cohen's there. Nice and full PPR. I mean, I have Kelsey higher than Bell, to be honest. Like, I'm just putting it out mm-hmm. there. So, I'm getting the, the highest player and a quarterback in this deal. Smash it. Yep. Uh, Shane. Cohen you- isn't that far off from Bell. From Bell, oh. from how I run my teams. Just well, from how I run my teams. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Dalton, Kelsey, Tariq Cohen side. McCall Hardman, I don't know what the hell he is. Um, yeah, no one knows right now. Yeah. 30% of the Dynasty community didn't know who, the, who he was before the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I include myself in that 30%. And that 30% is a lie because it's probably closer to 60%. <laughs> um, the only people that knew him were like hardcore, you know, Debbie SEC. Guys. SEC. Yeah. So, no. Right. Um, and Kelsey, come on. I mean, the guy's, I think he's clearly the, the tight end one, right? Yep. Like, is there, there's not even a discussion at this point. Dalton, whatever. I mean, okay, you got a quarterback, the picks or whatever. They're, 
garbage, but, and Cohen's good enough that, you know, I could find someone that wants to buy him if they still believe in him. Um, on the other side, I mean, I like Vance McDonald. I think he could be a tight end, you know, top 12 tight end if he could stay on the field. But the difference between <laughs> Kelsey and Vance McDonald could be seven points a game at a minimum. Easily. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the, the Kelsey side, but I will immediately flip Cohen for a player that I like. So, Swags, are you going to take the Vance side because you're in love with Vance McDonald? <laughs> no. I want the <laughs> – I feel like you're just getting Lev Bell in the 2021st on the one exactly. side and then yeah. trash, straight trash. And then the other side, you at least get harsh. the quarterback, Kelsey, Cohen. <laughs> I felt like it was nice. wouldn't put him in my recycle bin. Seahawks Dan is about to take Love Bell side. I feel like, do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> you could do it. That's fine. Make if if it was somebody other than Miko Hardman is that third piece. It would be maybe a little enticing. Marquise I have Brown than him. Change it to Marquise uh, Brown in a best ball, maybe. Not non best ball. Non best ball. Dan's just making bad. his own rules. He knows how to play. I am making yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have 12-team PPR. That's all we have to go on. So, you know, yeah. you can make your own little dream world yeah. here. 12-team uh, PPR super flex, yeah. You're, you're getting a quarterback in Kelsey. I think that's the main piece is, you know, I don't like giving up 2021sts too much right now. I think they're more valuable probably leading up to the draft next year when the, the rookie fever takes over. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Like how I worked that in Swag. That was good. It never yeah, ends. Swag, swag is smiling. It never swag ends. Swag is smiling. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, Bell could come back and do nothing because he spent a year sitting on his couch. Oh, but, I mean, come on now. He could. But he ballooned up to 307 pounds. Uh, that's what I heard, right? Something like that. I mean, that's not true, but he, he got fat, right? That's what they everyone kept saying. He's going to look like Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, gosh. Hope not. <laughs> uh, so, unanimous Dalton Kelsey to re-coincide. So, uh, two drink was the say. So here's why I put this one in here because it's a 54 to 46 poll. Ooh. Um, and 255 votes, votes. So it's not wow. super small. Like that's, that's yeah. a decent number. Is it just, it's gotta be the 2021st hype? Like, and people out be. on Dalton? Like it's 54% for the but, side we all picked. Well, it's Bell. I mean, Bell, if you, you look at it, even in his dynasty or his redraft, he's still going fairly early. Um, so, even yeah, Vance is overhyped, though. Some people have him as like a tight end six. Same yeah, with like Hardman. Like all the two hyped. pieces in there are just completely overhyped. In, and yeah. So that person did a great job selling, is what we're saying mm-hmm. on all the hype yeah. players. Yeah. I mean, it's not, look, it's not one of those trades that I look at and I go, oh, I need to start immediately sending trades to this yeah. idiot. You know right. what I mean? But it's definitely decisive enough in my mind that it's easy to pick the winner. It depends how you feel about Bell. It depends on how you feel yeah. about Hardman. Uh, it depends on how you feel about Cohen, probably. So, yeah. So let's stay on Bell. How do we feel about Bell? Like, his coach came out and, like, said he doesn't give a shit. Like, he didn't want that guy. It's too much money. I can, you know, basically win with Elijah McGuire and Trent Cannon, those guys. Like, do we expect Bell to just come out and ball out? Like, we really do? We have no hesitation? Because if I got Bell, I'm moving him. I'm I'm nervous Especially for this. because Adam Gase is one of the worst head coaches, offensive coordinators that's ever existed. Um, he, you know, digging into the guide, you know, I'm looking at plays per game, things like that. Mm-hmm. Bad. I'm looking at scoring very bad, uh, passing yards, very bad. 
rushing attempts. Basically, two out of three years in Miami, I think he had the, the fewest uh, offensive plays a game. Um, and then the other year, it was right. like sixth. Um, Drink to that one. Yes, yeah, so rushing attempts, passing attempts, just everything's low. It's like he's trying to run out the clock. Um, so that is worrisome. But it is Bell. I mean, I know a lot of people think that maybe he was just the creation of that Pittsburgh line, but I still think he was special. And it, it's just, I, he's not going to be, a, I don't think he's a top 12 back. I'll say that. I'll just cut myself off so I can stop talking here, but I don't think he's a top <laughs> 12 back. Outside of Gase going to like the Patriots, if Belichick would have retired, he couldn't have landed at a better spot for a Dolphins fan right here because <laughs> he is about to crush that team. Like you crushed your team? I mean, I just said that, Dan. Why'd you have to just rub it in some more? <laughs> <laughs> is his tank for Tua in full uh, full swing? I'm okay with it. Okay, unless I, Rosen's good. <laughs> unless, and we better effing find out because I, I do not want to see some Fitzpatrick out there. I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense. Don't make me do that again, Steve. Go to the next one. They have All to right, play Rosen one. this year, though. I mean, they absolutely. Why? Uh, they why doesn't to. he play Week One? He should see what you see. What you have Fitz, you're not going. Fitz doesn't need to see the field. Collect yep. your money. Yep. Uh, last one from at Dynasty underscore guy. Full PPR. Did he get the number of teams? Was it 12, 10? We'll say 12. Make it fun. Yep. Miles Sanders and a 2023rd or a 2021st. We have no idea where that first round pick, a random 2021st. Uh, we'll start with Swags on this one. Oh, man. I wanted to hear Shane go. Yeah, this one's in here for Shane. We know lie. it's in for Shane with the <laughs> Eagle side, but we'll get to him. We'll get to him next. I like Swags and his young running back takes. I don't know, man. This is a tough <laughs> one for me, though. Like I, I want to go get some Miles Sanders right now because I think you can kind of go by low on him, actually, yep. just from the, it's, the way things have gone, like narratives in people's head. And I'm not a huge Jordan Howard guy, no matter what, you know. And that's nothing to do with your team, Shane. But I, I'd love to see it be uh, Miles Sanders' backfield, but. I don't know if it's going to be that. I, I I don't know if you want that either, though. There's tons of running backs that we've seen be successful with two-headed monsters and even having a third guy come in there. I mean, really, any backfield you can go to, you can name some guy, whether it's relevant or not, that people are trying to make you scared of or write a narrative why you should be worried about somebody's job. <sighs> Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Miles Sanders. And, I mean, as soon as you give that other team Miles Sanders, that 2021st is getting worse. Mm-hmm. So Theoretically, if Sanders get, has a good role this year, you're right. Yeah, yep. in my head. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with Sanders. Okay. Shane, our uh, resident eagle. Uh, I mean, I got to look at the rosters because, you know, if this team that I'm getting that, that 2021st from looks like a goddamn juggernaut, then uh, no thanks. Um, we'll say it's, it's a contender, not a juggernaut team, but probably a low end playoff team. Low end playoff. So we're looking at one, like 108. We'll say like 108. Eight plus. <sighs> Shit, man, that 2021st is worth so much. Where are you with Sanders Nuh-uh. today? Let, let's just pause this really no, quick. Like, where are you with Sanders today, Shane? I, I still love Sanders. I think I don't even. Do I, you? I, yeah. I, I, people are worried about this, this Philadelphia. I mean, if it's a seasonal, fine. I, I'd be a little concerned about that because he, right. he, he hasn't practiced at all in any of the OTAs. He, he was unable to practice due to some mysterious injury. 
Um, and Jordan Howard's definitely going to get some run there. They, you know, and he might steal goal line carries. I still feel like Miles Sanders, Sanders will have a full hold of that job by the time fantasy playoffs come. But that 2021st, man, oh man, those things are literally like they're worth goal. their weight. Yeah. It's just, you know, I could flip that for something even better. And I'm assuming I'm making a lot of assumptions about this roster. I can't see. I'm going to assume that I got a guy that I can at least replace the production. I think I'm going to get out of Miles Sanders from. So I'd probably it's like the mystery box. Damn it. Um, <laughs> there could be anything in that box. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, box, I'm gonna box. hold on. I'm gonna hold on to Sanders. I'm, I'm gonna hold on though. Okay. Yep. yep. I'm gonna do it. To drink. I want the piece I can play with right now. Yep. I'm yeah. gonna take Sanders. Piece. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. I like Sanders in a third because the 2021st. You know, if it's mid to late, you took Sanders with one two one three. You know, he's an mm-hmm. early first round pick this year. You know, if it was one of the you know fringe wide receivers, I'd probably think twice about it, but fringe first round second round guys but sanders was a top pick i mean some people went 101 to sanders this year uh if they didn't like jacobs so you know you're getting you know top three running back in this class and like two drinks said you're getting somebody that you can use this year and you can have that third back you could always package your you know second and a couple thirds and try to move up in the second late second We've heard about how deep this draft class is coming in 2020 for, what, two years now. So uh-huh. if it's that deep, you know, 14, 15, pick 14, 15, 16 should be pretty decent, too. Yep. Uh, I will also take the Sanders side just slightly. Um, you know, the 2021 are so nice to have, but I do want the player this year. Uh, and you're also getting a pick back as well. So, uh, Dan, you- yeah, go ahead. What if... Why can't I I take Sanders and and have him for part of the season and say he either plays well and I trade him for a 2021 maybe plus or we wait until he gets into the mix with Jordan Howard, which I I, I still think I could get that same thing for him. And I get a couple of weeks that I may be able to put him into my lineup. There you go. There's you know, there there's a time frame there where you probably can't get it unless he just super blows up. You know what I mean? And everybody else falls out where people are going to start holding on to it, but it also gives you a little bit of time to see where that first may be coming from that other team. Maybe the, now the I Miles can Sanders owner might not want to sell then. No, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there, depending there, on what side of this year on, like, I don't know who's, uh, I don't know who, what dynasty guys getting here, but I mean, the market always changes. Honestly, if you sure. think you want to sell a guy and you're going to sell him for that, I mean, I want the Miles Sanders guy, but if you're saying you're happy with the 2021st, you take it. You don't know that I'm going to come back to you and still want your 2021st in a few weeks. Well, I'm not you, saying you. I'm saying the yeah, other other ten people play. too. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a contender. You know what I mean? Or, or not a contender, but somebody else falling off that that could throw it, and I can see that middle of the season. You know what I mean? Or at least have a better idea instead yeah, of yeah. I, I see where you're going. Up. The the every day that goes on like that 2021st is worth a little bit more. Yes, you're you're playing roulette with the window for sure. But uh-huh. and yeah, so I don't know. Even like some of the guys that I feel like I'm after at certain points, like I'll go back and be like, man, I wish I wouldn't have been all over that guy that week. And it was just something I a narrative I wrote in my head. It wasn't even hype all around uh, anywhere, you know. And then a few weeks later, I'm just not as into it. And then if you were in that league with me and you're coming back to me now, I'm not as interested. You're the window closed just because of. 
my, you know what I mean? So sure. Yeah. Shit happens. I don't know, man. I, I was thinking about that today though. So you brought it up and I don't know. I, I think that you have to, sometimes your market is the, you might have one person yeah. and that's your market. I don't think Sanders is that kind of player to me. You know what I mean? There's, you know, it might not be the entire field, you know, your entire league there, but there's a handful of guys that, you know, that, that don't like Jordan Howard and buy into him taking over that offense. But I and, think and if you are happy out, with the 2021st year, you should be happy with it today. You know what? Like if you traded for that 2019 first, you know what I mean? Uh, to move up and, and get, get him or from somebody else and that happens. So you're basically you know, something you got for free last year and now you're going to flip it into a 2021st. Hell yeah. Do it up. But I, I want to play with a piece because I, I want to win now. I agree with you Shane, on that. The other Shane, <laughs> not Swex, because I don't call you Shane. Shane, you said you you might want that twenty twenty first and and get a better running back. Like, what what do we think then? Like, it's we still have to set a roster. We still got what like eight weeks, seven yeah. weeks, something like that. So yeah, there's no then there's really no reason to flip them right now. So I'll, I'll hold on to it. I'll hold on. All right. Well, my real question, I guess, I wanted to get to was: Do you have Sanders over David Montgomery at this point right yeah. now? Yeah. Do I have Sanders the other way? Yeah. And no, I still got Sanders over him, and you know, Mon- I think Montgomery might make a, a an earlier impact okay um but i still see sanders as uh, you know eventually the three down back at philadelphia after this year no one's left um under contract except for him and brock uh brock brock lesnar um <laughs> brock that's not correct like that you know who i meant um, which is a little scary um <laughs> okay where does your uh, – I'm just going to change subjects because <laughs> I think we're done with this trade. Uh, 53% was the 2021st <laughs> to get back to it, like 350 votes. So, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. But where does your homerism come into play, and do you have wins over Aaron Rodgers right now? Or what's the difference there? Well, in Dynasty, yeah. Dynasty, I, I, I don't understand how people are putting Aaron Rodgers in their top five. I'm sorry, the guy's 35 years old. Yes, we've seen a few quarterbacks that can play until their late forties, apparently, in Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Phil Rivers is up there too, right? He's like thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Um I just I think Wentz is gonna be the better long term play. Um, but that's not to say I wouldn't trade Wentz for Rogers if I could get something back on the other side, but I think everybody's just worshiping at the the sack of Aaron Rodgers for so long, that's not gonna happen. So I gotta um, give you something to get Wentz for Rogers. F. Nah, no, I'll take Wentz over Rogers. Um, give me the what's that about a decade discount in age? Um, Is that worth the twenty twenty first? Twenty twenty. So Rogers in a twenty twenty first gets me to Wentz. Probably, yeah. And then I'd flip Aaron Rodgers for something else. Where do you have Wentz in your quarterback rankings? Like just. Top of your head, like doesn't have to be perfect. Off the top of my two. head, we'll call, uh, like we'll call it. No, 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 because I got Baker one. I think I have Mahomes. Okay. Two. I think I might have Wentz three. Watson four. four. They're all kind of in that tier where they're. I can move them all around. Like if I find someone that likes one better than the other, and I happen to own the one they like better, well, they can have them, and I'll take the other guy. So did, did you have a five? Like somewhere in there, I just don't know who. I I, I kind of just tier the. The top tier quarterbacks for uh-huh. me, um, and they are interchangeable. Um, yeah, like uh, Two Drinks just said, I'll just to me the name doesn't matter. Um, if you like Wentz better, well then you can have him. Give me Russell Wilson and something, or if you like Russell Wilson better and I own him, well give me Wentz and you know you give me something with Wentz. 
mm. feeling out the other league mates to see, you know, who do they like better? Because to me, a lot of those guys are just really interchangeable. I'll, I'm happy with, I'll move all the way down the deck as my QB one and be content with that. You know what I mean? Or a guy like Matt Ryan, who is also, you know, getting up there in age, but he's still consistent enough that he can be, you know, a QB one for you. And I don't have to pay nearly the price that I would for any of those young bucks we just named. Awesome. Uh, so before we wrap up, what was that, Tudrin? Nothing. I'm talking under my breath for about a trade. I was trying to send Shane, uh, ah. but he, he flipped the script on me there, so I can't send him that one because that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, nope. Yeah, that's What's just the my trade? You guys should talk it out really quick, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, what we'll league? Are we in a league together? We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, I listened to the latest Dynasty Trades HQ with Trade Addicts Pod on there with Par. Oh, that's right. We're in that league. And Rush trying to pull a trade off, and none of them did it. So I was really hoping I could do one tonight and shove it in their face because I'm in that one as well. Yeah. And I was going to move Rogers to you with something with Wentz, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's the way you want to do it. <laughs> you want me to give you something for Rodgers. Well, I mean, we were going to move up places. I would yeah, really like to acquire another guy that you like is David Montgomery, but I, I would like a running back in that league. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I know, because you clearly, clearly you would give it up for some decent, decent offers from those guys. Yeah, you know, I, I was teetering. I a couple um, first to play with, though. Yeah, I was teetering on the one where the James Conner but I just I didn't feel like the the difference between James Conner and David Montgomery made up for the difference between Wentz and Josh Allen. Like, yes, Josh Allen looked okay last year, but most of it wasn't that planned okay. So if they run that system the way that it's supposed to be and he's not running all the time, all right, well, then what happens? Good point. He throws it to all those wide receivers that are fast. You would hope. You'd hope he chucks at the Smokey and uh, Robert Foster down the field. So I keeps trying to give me Robert Foster. I he won't do Has he been now. trying to give you Robert Foster too, man? He's been trying to give me Robert Foster for a month and a half. Oh, yeah. take Robert Foster, man. I love Robert Foster. Do you? I oh, that's an upside guy right there, man. I don't, you know, I play in some deep leagues. I got leagues. Right, just hit it. Start eleven guys. It's close. You get your guy. I get mine. Just, just hit it. <laughs> you know you want to. You guys. This want, want two drinks, though. You guys always yeah. want that little extra. It's not extra. I paid <laughs> up. Well, I don't want Ebron though in that league. I. You do. The, the scoring doesn't make me like want to go out of my way to overpay for a tight end, to be honest with you. So if I take the two tight ends out, you'll do it. And, well, the, what am I taking out? You, the I tight end I put on your side. Come on now. Okay. So you're... <laughs> Well, to talk about the offer, please. If we're, if we're going to talk about it, yeah, no one, no one knows, no one knows what, what the hell's going on. All right, Rice me, is looking at it. All right, so he it's wants the same my, one we've been trying to pull forever. He wants my Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, Robert Foster, Mark Andrews, and a twenty twenty first, and yeah. he's going to give me Daniel Jones, Stefan Diggs, Eric Ebron, what you and for. Foster Moreau. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like I'm. I don't. I feel you've like been asking for it. You don't. I didn't even ask you. Came I didn't ask. send this trade. Right, I countered to your worst one before, uh, but I feel like um, the I feel like fair market value is a, a little different than what you're proposing here. I took the latest twenty twenty first you have out of like the whole mess. That's what it is. Is the came and got one first. If the first isn't there, you already smashed accept. You got like seventeen of them in a twelve team league somehow. You got a bunch. <laughs> Only and I five. Took the latest I have one five. you got. All right. They're all just picks. They they don't have a spot. 
you know which which teams I took, and, and somehow that team didn't win this whole thing because I beat okay, them, which so didn't matter. Dan and Shane, the trade is I would give up Dak, Tony Pollard, Robert Foster, Mark Andrews, and the 2021st. So Dak in a first. I would get right. back. Uh, Mark Andrews too. Don't Mark me. Andrews is a role player. Yeah, yeah, I like Mark Andrews. And then, and then I'm getting back Daniel Jones, Diggs, Ebron, and Diggs. Foster Moreau. And I'm sitting here saying I don't really want Ebron a lot. No, I don't blame you. I don't really care for Ebron. I think he's going to regress. I mean, well, he has to. He's pretty touched down every four times he touched a fucking ball last year. So I mean, to me, like, Diggs and Dak are pretty time. even. So you would get Daniel Jones and Diggs for Dak and uh, Mark Andrews and a first? Um, yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm giving, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's terrible on your side. No, don't do that. 12-team Superflex. Yeah, 12-team Superflex. Yeah. Two drinks trying to get over on you. I mean, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving up. Wait, I don't remember now. Wait, I'm giving up Diggs a first? No, I'm no, getting Diggs, Diggs opposite sides. Diggs I'm are combining Diggs trade. opposite sides. Okay, yeah. so I'm combining trades now. Yes, <laughs> So it's, it's I like Dak. where you're going. I like, with this, I like, yours. I like yeah. <laughs> it's the base of the big pieces: Dak, Mark Andrews in the first. Okay. Other side is Daniel Jones, Diggs, and what was the other one? Two drink. Ebron and Ebronics. Yeah, if I could somehow get Ebron and Foster Moreau out of there and combine those into one um, guy, I want, uh, I'd be okay with that. There you go. But I want to get Dude, that first out of there. So I'd I'd want to be more around like <laughs> of course he does. Dak and Tony and Robert what Tony for for <laughs> what is Tony Pollard gonna do? Yeah, Tony Pollard does not matter. I'm he's sorry. In this trade. So yeah, I'm, right. he's in every trade it's like puts up in that league. I didn't Fox, send this trade. I did not send this trade. Dude. All right. All right. I'm cutting it off. Talk about <laughs> off the air. Yeah, there's there different be edited out. Yes. Yeah, Dan, yes. Dan, tell where tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, man. I'm at Seahawks Dan Eight. Uh, you can check out the IDP Nation uh, podcast at at IDP Nation. Uh, similarly to uh, Two Drink, I also kind of man the the show one and my own. So, boy. much more often, but uh, I, I try to hit the show one uh, once a day at least. Shane, talk about the redraft guide one more time, man. So, um, go by the redraft guide. Um, first of all, it's only $10. It's well worth the price. Um, I get a lot of questions on the, the whole Twitter boxes, on the, the Facebooks and whatnot. And I'm, you know, I'm happy to answer them because I'm a nothing guy. Um, but, uh, I'd much prefer you actually buy this guide. We put a ton of work into it. Uh, it's well worth it. I, I don't know, you know, it's hard to toot your own horn, but, uh, if I didn't, create this this is something that i would definitely buy 170 pages plus a slack channel where you can reach out to shane and everybody else on a daily basis plus amendments throughout the off season well worth the price of admission for this guide and one more time shane tell them where they can find you on twitter oh well, i'm at the uh dff underscore shane that's me awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, another place you can find me is on Dynasty Trade HQ podcast. Check it out; it's also part of the DFF network. Swag, where can they find you? I am at DFF underscore Swag. Step on a muck trade. Click it. <laughs> two drink. Where can they find you? On <laughs> at NFL Two Drink Man. I'm at Superflex Pod. Awesome. I am at the Real Golovkin at Superflex Trades, and we are out. Daniel Jones, Stefan Diggs, in twenty twenty second. Dak. Tony Pollard, Robert Foster, BF, and the 2021st. 
your 2021st swag, but just send it. Your team is going to be amazing after you accept Diggs and Daniel Jones. All their players are on one side. That's a great trade. CD, even Shane said you should click accept if they're all combined. Yeah. <laughs> I took all the tight end BF out of it. But you left you my, my first second, which is good. But I gave you my second. My team is garbage. It's going to be like 13. You will one, and, then, and yours is going to be the 112. It's a one-spot difference. I you agree. Get and Daniel Jones. I got Tony Pollard and Robert Foster. BS. You already said Diggs. You're so deep at so wide receiver. Diggs doesn't make your team worse to lose. Like you're, you're silly. So I got to give him up for free. Get out of here.